All right, I hope that you guys are enjoying this Advent season. I know that just I can speak for Mo and my family, um, in the week of hope, God was ministering to us hope. In the week of peace, God was ministering to us about peace. And now as we get into the week of joy, I fully anticipate that God will minister to us in the works of joy that he has for our lives. And so we start each Advent with this prayer, Jesus, light of the world, come into our darkness and be our joy. And to that we can say amen. We can say great joy. And as we seek the kingdom of God, we will soon learn that this new kingdom where Jesus is our king, that it is better to give than it is to receive. Our joy and our giving are tied together as is our hope and our peace and our love. For the last few years, our family has read this Kate D. Camillo book called Great Joy Around Christmas Time. It's about this girl from whom the window of her home could see a poor man begging on the street corner. She was also practicing for the Christmas play at church and her mom was getting things ready for this play. She had asked her mom where the old man slept. And when her mom told her she didn't know, she woke up in the middle of the night, snuck out of her bed to the window to see if the man was still there. And he was. The man, she found out, sleeps on the same sidewalk where he begs for money. On their way to church for the play, the little girl invited the man to come to the play, telling him that she had a line in the play. When it was her turn to deliver the line, she, pro she paused to see if the man was there. She looked around. Then silently, the back door to the sanctuary opened, and there was the homeless man standing there. And it is then in the story that the girl yells out her one line in the whole play, and that one line is great joy. And this story, as we read this this year, this story makes me think of Jesus. It makes me think of a poor man who has no place to call home, who silently entered this world through this virgin birth to give everything for those he loves and those he called his own. He too was greeted with news of great joy by the angels who knew this would be a great moment in history. Jesus, our Lord and King, he is our model and that is it, that it is better to give than receive and in his good news is great joy. Jesus gave up heaven. He gave it up to dwell amongst us on earth, to become as one of us so that he might save us. Joy, great joy comes from the fact that Jesus gave up everything for us. Great joy for us as his followers also comes from this idea of almsgiving or giving to the poor. Giving away money, giving away time, giving away a little of our life one day at a time for something that is greater than ourselves. We do feel something good when we get to, amen? Like when we receive something, we feel gratitude. We can, we can, uh, we can feel seen or not neglected by receiving. From Jesus, we receive these things. We receive love, grace, forgiveness, acceptance, 
words spoken over us that we might think not think about ourselves, but that Jesus thinks about us. And we need to recognize our need in these things and receive these gifts in humility. And in humility, we need to be able to receive. But we never receive to hoard the gift for ourselves. We receive, and in part, the joy comes in giving because we know that we can never outgive Jesus. We know that we can never outgive God. We can never give more grace than we feel like we receive. We can never give more forgiveness than we feel like we receive. We can never give more love than what Jesus gives to us. And this is why we give. The more we give, the more we recognize how much we've been given. And this is a gift. In fact, one of the main attributes of joy is gratitude. We are so grateful that we've been for what we've been given that we just can't help but give it away. We do this because we know it will never run out. The good, uh, the goodwill and generosity that we in that we give is that we're always being replenished, replenished by the giver of every good and perfect gift. In joy, we give with favor and with grace and goodwill towards others because much of these gifts have been given to us as well. And we just want to give to give out of recognition to this. Many times people have associated joy with happiness. And happiness is a good emotion and joy can be included in happiness. And I've made, um, but it's not just happiness. It's not outward expressions of this um, emotion. And I've made that assumption more than once in my life. But the idea of joy is deeper than happiness. Happiness certainly is a part of it at times, but a greater part of joy is hope and peace. It's hard to be happy when things are bad and when bad things happen, but we can still have peace and we can still have hope and we can still have joy even when those things happen. Joy is not tied to things going our way. Joy is not tied to ease of life. True joy is, is tied to following Jesus in this life, not only as our example, but as our shepherd. There are ups and downs along the trails of life, and yet, if Jesus is near, we know we can have joy. If we win, we can have joy. If we lose, we can have joy. If we solve a problem that we have, we can have joy. If a solution still eludes us and we're still praying about a certain circumstance in our lives or in our relationships, we can still have joy. If we have money in the bank, we can have joy. If we are white knuckling until our next paychecks comes, we can still have joy because joy runs deeper than happiness and it leads and lends itself to more contentment with where God has us and where God is guiding us. There are times that joy is harder fought than at other times. However, in these hardened times, as well as in the easy times, we need to look for Jesus and where he is present in our lives. I've appreciated this week and the, the weeks that Angie has put together this Advent. She asks, where have you seen Jesus this week in this area? Where have we seen Jesus in this week in the area of joy? 
The presence of Jesus brings great joy. We can assume that he is with us now, not only because we're gathered together to worship him, but because he is our God and he wants to be with us. It is an act of joy that celebrates no matter what we are going through, that Jesus is present in our life. He is here now with us. He has been there for us in the past and he will be there in the future and forever. And he is here now. As I was doing a word study on joy this week, I saw that joy is an emotion that is tied to the feelings that we have about ourselves. It's not just an abstract feeling, but they went on to say that those with joy have been known to show that they have a divine spark about them. Now, this is kind of different language than I would use, but in other words, great joy is tied to the fact that they know that they are reflecting God to this world, that they are being a light in this darkness for Jesus, and that we get to be representatives of Christ in and throughout this world. The light of the Holy Spirit shines in each one of us that call Jesus Lord. And in that, the Holy Spirit is reflecting Jesus to this world. And this comes from knowing who we are and whose we are. We are God's children. In Jesus' presence, we can see that Jesus is generous. He gives and he gives and he gives and he gives and he gives. To us, this is a grace upon grace. This is forgiveness This is cleansing. This is being called white even and spotless even when we don't feel it. But we are also made sons and daughters of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. If we follow Christ, we are royalty. Mo and I are reading a book about a Khmer man who is a pastor in Cambodia. He survived the killing fields in the late 70s. And Mo has been listening to his sermons in Khmer and Khmer is, uh, is a language that gives distinctions for age and positions. You don't just call anybody dude. You, give, you salute them by their age and their position to you in the, in the life. And as they do this, the language that you would use to address the king is not the same language that you would use to address a farmer. Royal language is more formal and it's weightier. In its speaking, when the pastor, Barnabas' mom, addressed followers of Jesus, he addresses them with royal language. He's calling them princes and princesses of the king. He is putting on them this royal word, this sanctified word, this weightier, more formal word that we are princes and princesses of the king, that we are the king's sons and daughters and that he is of the highest royal court possible because we are his. We are found in Jesus. And when this idea seeks down into us, when we know this intrinsically, when we know this in our day-to-day lives, when we know this in the moments that are hard, we are changed and our joy increases knowing that we are the king's sons and daughters. We must not think that Jesus only gives to us joy and that we have nothing to give to him. 
Because the truth is, Jesus also receives joy from us. As we learn to walk as he walks, joy and increasing in joy being part of that, he takes great joy in watching us grow. He, we give God pleasure by following him. We give God joy. We make God more than happy because joy is reciprocal. It is not one-sided. God gives us joy and we give God joy. And that cycle goes on and on and on and on. God gives joy to us and we give it back to him. I pray that during this Advent season that we may grow in joy. That we may grow to the point where we can't help but be generous because that's who we are in Christ. So I pray, let us have great joy as we seek Jesus' presence in, his, in our lives and let us look for Him and see where He keeps showing up because He keeps showing up. Let us have great joy in realizing whose we are and who we are in Christ and discovering the depth of the riches of who God has made us to be and who He calls us. And let us take joy knowing that Jesus gives much. Jesus gives his body in a manger. Jesus gives his body on a cross. Jesus' whole life was dedicated to being broken for us, for you and for me. And it says this, when he crossed and he was about to be betrayed by Judas, he went forth with joy for the sacrifice that he was going to make because he knew that it's better to give than receive. He knew this gift it would be to our lives, even though it was a sacrifice for him. And in that, he is our example and our leader. So we can pray, Jesus, light of the world, shine into our darkness and be our joy. In Jesus' name, amen.